This episode of The Read Option is brought to you by Alive. I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to have a tagline there. Yeah, I thought something else was coming. You don't need me. You've got this commercial. What do you believe? Do you believe in double data forever? Do you believe in keeping your number? Do you believe in 50% off new phones when you switch? Do you believe in super fast, real LTE network for all Bahamians? Switch today. Double your data for life. Keep your number and save 50% on your new phone. Believe in best. Alive. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option. I'm Ronaldo in studio with Ricardo. It's been a busy deadline Tuesday. I've, I haven't seen anything like this in football in the history of football. I've never seen this. I think you went way over the deep end there. No, As a matter of like, fact, I challenge you to look back and research the history of every NFL trade deadline. And I dare you to tell me that this was the busiest one. All right, let me clap back up on that. that uh, on that cliff. Pause. Yeah. This is the busiest I've ever seen it. Fair enough. But um, <laughs> it's, been, it's been more than a busy deadline Tuesday. I feel like it's been busy leading up to this. It's been kind of low-key. I think the only major move before today was the AP trade. I think that was the biggest one yeah. before the trade deadline, right? But there had there have been little moves made, but... Today, everybody ratcheted up a bit. You saw some contenders gain that last piece that they felt that they needed. You saw some people probably put in building blocks for the future. I see no contenders make no sensible moves. The, um, the three major trades today. Well, let's let's start with one contender that I feel made a, more than a sensible move, but a move that I think got them a lot better really quickly. The Eagles Stealing J.H.I. from the Dolphins That's for a mere fourth-round pick. That's more than stealing right there. That's a legit assault and battery. Here's why, here's why I hate you, Miami Dolphins. And I get to say this because I have been in this abusive relationship for quite some time. Um, I have been battered for the better part of two decades. And you have done your worst to me, Miami Dolphins. And you continue to do so. So, you know, they say expectations lead to disappointment i have no expectations for this team anymore so i couldn't even get upset when i saw it but this was my first thought right for these idiots (laughs) you you pluck a guy from relative obscurity from boise state um he was injured coming out of college draft stock possibly could have been higher but it wasn't because of those injuries so you build up this capital you make him one of the premier running backs in the nfl yeah so you build his trade value over the course of a year, and the best you get for him is a fourth round pick. What for the first time in my life? Well, I, I, I never claimed to be a Dolphins fan, but I've, it's a team that I watch closely, and this is the first time I've ever looked at a Dolphin move, and I couldn't have been sarcastic about this. I I had to look at it and be like, okay, no, this this really dumb. On the surface, is dumb. Practically, is dumb. Like any idea of this trade is completely stupid from the Dolphin standpoint. Like, I woke up this morning and I was just as upset as a Dolphin fan. I was like, this makes no sense. What are we doing here? Like, I, I understand that 
the running back position has probably become one of the most expendable positions in the NFL. Most teams have running backs by committee. The days of the straight up one feature back probably out of the window, yeah. right? People feel like you could get a back uh, late in the third, fourth, fifth round or whatever. But, number one, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that's an overblown theory. I don't think that's as true as people make it out to be. Number two, you have, like I said, you've built up his trade value. His trade value should be higher than a fourth round pick. It it, it definitely should be higher than a fourth round pick. When you look around the league coming into this season, Jai was rated as one, not just one of the top fantasy backs. But by the coaches and by the players, they respect him as a quality top player in this league. So for the Dolphins to make this sort of move, the Eagles on the other hand are celebrating. They get a top back oh. that they can hand the ball off to. You pair him with LeGarrette Blount, those guys are going to do some tremendous things in the playoffs. Oh, even just with LeGarrette Blount and who they have? Did they have Smallwood? Paul? Yeah. I think Smallwood was their only back because Darren Sproles you know, almost He's... died. Um, the Eagles already had the fourth rushing attack in the NFL with LeGarrette Blunt. Now they have the guy to move him down the field. Now like, you have Blunt and Ajay. You have a guy to get it into the end zone. Pause. And you have a guy that's going to ram the ball down the field. Pause. So the Dolphins, apparently, it was a fire sale. Um, How do you call this a fire? This is the part that... that no, that, no, no. Because I heard that Jar- Jarvis Landry was also on the block. So what do you? What else would you call that if Ajay... I mean, thank God Jarvis Landry made it to four. But what else would you call that if you trade away your two pro bowlers? It, I, 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 I'm still at this very moment still trying to understand the Dolphins because they're not out of the division race. I mean, yeah, the Got Patriots him. is in the division. Yes, the Bills are doing good this season. But they're literally a game and a half behind the top spot in the division. Cardo, this team is 4-3, and three, but is, it is statistically the worst 4-3 and three team in NFL history. There has never been a team with <laughs> a worse... I feel like worse... you went over the cliff. No, no, no. There has never been a team with a worse point differential through seven games the as the Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. This team got shut out three times, one of which was 40 to nothing. It's 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 it, it's been a tough week, and I say three shutouts because I don't count that first game against the Jets where they scored that garbage touchdown in the last play of the game and yeah. nobody cared. They've been shut out three times, which is true now. But at the same time, moving forward, this team is still in contention to win a division. Moving forward with what your quarterback situation is, Jay Matt Cutler, Moore. who doesn't care, he's just here to Matt he's Moore. just here to get this check. With Matt Moore, who usually has three games before he completely implodes, but it happened yes. after one. You have a patchwork offensive line, which was a big part of the reason that Jay Ajayi was having such a slow start to the season to begin with. He I mean, Sunday. I, your coaches are doing coke. Yeah, but I, all those things I, are actually. I like, don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Devonte Parker, who was supposed to make the leap to be a number one feature receiver, has barely been on the field. Your defense is goddamn awful. I don't know what the secondary is. They paid a bunch of money for Brian Maxwell. Is it Byron or Brian? Byron. Whatever it is, Maxwell, big ass jersey, uh, horrible cover guy. He's got whoa, release. Whoa. Don't ho- don't do that. He's a horrible cover guy. He's horrible in your guy in the system you guys have. He wasn't great with Seattle either. He he was he was good for what they needed him to be, and I feel like in a better role, Philadelphia overpaid he him. He was surrounded no. by three great players in the Which secondary. Which is true now, but what I'm trying to say to you, Philadelphia overpriced him by what they paid him, and through them doing that, it gave you the perception that this guy is some shutdown cornerback. If you put that guy in a system and he is allowed to play that uh, that, that that slot receiver, he's shut down in that in, in that system. Fair enough, but we ain't pay him to be no slot receiver. We paid him to guard somebody on the outside to guard a team no, number one or two, that. and he was horrible at that. I say all that, that to say 
this Dolphin season is clearly going nowhere. Them winning four games, but, but you was don't trade JJI for fourth round pick. That's all I'm saying. Like I get making the trade because this is done. You know, I that, don't get making the trade. No, no, no. I mean, in the sense that you want JJI to go be happy and move on with his life. Mm-hmm. This is football now. Nobody wants a player to be happy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. These these owners do not care about any of these niggas' uh, happiness. I don't it, even know why I would say that. It's just another bad move by organization. That I've been sitting back and watching for quite some time. <laughs> they don't understand how to win football. They don't understand football. They don't win at they, football. They Dolphins don't should, know football. They should get out of the sport of football. The Miami Dolphins should go go be a soccer team or something. Well, they, my theory was you just got to go one shot and change the mascot. And I feel like Dolphins <laughs> are too friendly to begin with. Uh, you got to go Sharks. Look how good the Miami Sharks were on any given Sunday. They had Willie Beeman. Willie yeah. Beeman, right now, Jamie Foxx would be the best quarterback on this roster. No, easily. Fox. That's Fox. Dennis that's Quaid Fox. would be second best. He old, though. I mean, I, I don't care. Do uh, you want old Dennis Quaid or you want Matt Moore? Old Dennis Quaid, I mean, he's a veteran in the league. He won a ship. I mean, hey. So, clearly, the Dolphins appear to be in tank mode. Tank for who? I have no idea. There ain't nobody in this draft to save your son. I got, I got no idea. What, which year in school is, is Saquon Barkley? I think he's he's a junior, but he ain't gonna save nobody. Saquon Barkley's a junior. I, I want so. him. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, is nobody in this draft that's for you to hang your hat on and be like, "This is the reason we blew it up last season." They're not gonna take a quarterback because it's the Dolphins. That and also Adam Gase. I mean, his job's not in jeopardy because when you're, it pr- should be no. But when when you when you make the playoffs right away, when you take a job, mm-hmm. uh, you make the playoffs with a team that nobody really thought you were going to do it with. And then the very next year, your franchise quarterback is injured and done for the year. The entire year could just be seen as, as, as an outlier. It's yeah, a watch. Uh, so there's no way that his job is going to be in jeopardy yeah, without in that, his in starting that, quarterback. In that span of time, you don't blow up your roster to the point that it is... What the, What will the Dolphins be when Tannehill return next season? I wish they traded him for a defensive player. I wish they traded him for something above a third-round pick. I mean, come on, let's be real here. I feel like the team took a step back today unnecessarily. Yes, this. I season, mean, it's tough to take a step back from forty nothing. Uh, What's the yeah. step back from that? Now they're gonna get beat fifty nothing. But that's a big step, though. That's six points. That's two field goals. It's football. That's ten points. Uh, I said fifty. So what is the plan here for the Dolphins? Do we have any idea? Do we know? But that would be six points, though. I mean, let's do the math. You said. They got beat 44 to nothing. Oh, it was 44? Yes. Oh, I thought it was 40. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I don't watch football. What is the plan here for the Dolphins? I don't know. There's there's no plan. It's to tread water until they drown. Ironically, like, they're Dolphins. The offensive line coach was doing coke. Like, I feel like that should give everybody that had anything to do with the yeah. offensive line absolution. No, I, I gloss over that fact until the day. And it's like, shit, that's probably how they run in the front office. I mean, I, this makes sense now. How do dudes supposed because to block properly? There's no way in the world they had a meeting on this. And it's like, yeah, no, this is the best move we could make. Wait, wait, wait. I got a good one. The only holes that they were opening were their nasal passages. Definitely. Straight to the brain. Because it, it's, 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 it's no other way around this. Uh, I mean, that was a good one, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's Andrew classic, would be proud. Yeah. It's JHI right now at this moment as we record this on Wednesday afternoon, Tuesday afternoon at 5.50. Is JHI the happiest man in the NFL? He has to be. I mean, next, uh, anybody not playing on the New England Patriots, he has to be. I think he has to be literally the by, by their record, the best team in the league. It's possible that they've and already... And he's going to be playing in a premier position. It's possible that they've already won 
as much or even more games that the Dolphins could win this season. Definitely. There's a chance that the Dolphins do not win more than seven <laughs> games. The Definitely. Eagles are already 7-1. So, and, to, I mean, moving forward, is what else could you ask for as a player? You have a decent offensive line, and you know that defense out there getting turnovers and giving you as much opportunities as possible. So your fantasy starts going to go up. Like, is he going to be one of the top back moving forward? I hate talking about this stupid team. Um, from the Eagles' perspective, automatically, uh, I'm, well, a lot of people probably thought they were anyway because the NFC is so wide open with the Falcons not looking like what we thought the Falcons would look like. Does this make the Eagles legitimate Super Bowl contenders? The Panthers aren't good. Uh, Zeke Elliott is going to be missing the next six games. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers out for the season. Oof. It's it's the Eagles conference to lose. Is not a team in this conference beyond the Seattle Seahawks. Ah, there you go. But with the Seahawks, that defense has to play lights out. They can't play they can't be the same Seattle Seahawks that face um Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson last week. It, it is impossible. If they play lights out the way we know the Legion of Boom to play then they could stand a chance with this Eagles offense. I love the way Carson Wentz plays because he's he's not a stereotypical 2017 quarterback where you just dink and dunk your Boy, way the ball to madness. Carson Wentz plays with the kind of reckless abandon that you want to see from a quarterback. He looks for big plays. He tries to win games. He doesn't try to just manage the game and hope that his defense gets it done. So I love that. So you have a premier uh, passing attack. Like I said earlier, they already had the fourth leading rushing attack, and that was just with LeGarrette Blunt. Mm-hmm. And now you get a chance to spell LeGarrette Blunt with Jay Ajayi. No, I think I think Jay Ajayi becomes the bell, the the bell cow running back, and I think LeGarrette Blunt spells him especially. Yeah, hard, so. he does what. So now LeGarrette Blunt gets to do what he did with the Patriots. Patriots, yeah. Oh my God! Like I shout out to the Eagles. They they came that's sixty minutes like, of dreadlocked running back coming at you, <laughs> right in your face. Pause. Uh yeah, it's is 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 gonna be it's gonna be lethal for a lot of a lot of teams. <sighs> Let's go to your team. Your team was busy too. Wait, the Patriots I'm... are very busy. I uh, mean it's it's been an interesting first few weeks to say the least for the Patriots. Um so Jimmy Graps, the talking point for I what feels like the last two years. There's a whole lot of talk about Jimmy Graps being traded. Because those two games somehow vaulted him into being an elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't argue that point now if he's being shopped for a second round pick based off two games. Jay Ajayi had more 200 yard rushing games than Jimmy Graps played, mm-hmm. and he was only a fourth round pick. Jimmy Graps goes to the 49ers for a second round pick. Your thoughts on that right away when you heard it? Shocked. Shocked, for, not for the reasons everybody's thinking. Yes, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a standout quarterback moving forward. The issue I have with this move is the fact that we don't have a backup. We gave Jacoby Brissett up. We gave we now Jimmy Garoppolo is off to the San Francisco 49ers. That leaves us with literally nobody behind Tom Brady. But wait, before we get to that, what what did Jacoby Brissett get traded for? A, a third round. So hold on. Oh, wait, wait. Let me see if I get this. Let me make sure. How do the Patriots turn both of their backups into better trade pieces than a Dolphin Pro Bowl running back? Science. Bill Belichick science. We're conditioned to believe that everything he does is right. Yeah. Every single thing he does is right. Like, there's no... I, I, I don't even understand. How does that happen? I, I, I don't have an answer for you. They started a total of four games last year. Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo. We went three and one. 
equivalent to a How second and third How are both of them over. better trade pieces than J.H.I.? I watched no, the them run for <laughs> No, it's, it's I not that they're better. Run for two hundred yards several times. Mm, nah, it's the Dolphins just dumb. So remember that story that came out? Uh, I think it was either Sunday or Monday about the this robot that was it Saudi Arabia they gave the citizenship to. I th- robot seemed sentient. It was kind of weird. Um, is Tom Brady America's first citizen robot? Because he clearly has to be right. Like. Can, can we can we do away with the TB12 bullshit and think that he's surviving off avocados and that's why he's an elite quarterback at I 40? pray in the guard right now is mine on all the best steroids. He is the only quarterback on this roster. He is 40 years old. Pray to God he's on the best steroids. That's all I can say. When I heard about this trade last night, I said to myself, but how do... F- like, I, I pray every day that Tom Brady stays upright, but if the wind blows the wrong way, we could lose our quarterback. And then we would have nothing to back him up. There's some rumors that we could sign Brian Hoy as a free agent once he clears waivers. But, I mean, he was decent for what he was when he was a backup in New England a few years back. But Jimmy Garoppolo's the guy you wanted. Now you lose that for a second-round pick. I don't think it's it, it's worth it, especially in a, in a position like this. I feel like this is the riskiest move that Bill Belichick has probably ever made. It's riskier than getting a disgruntled Randy Moss. It's riskier than Albert Hainsworth. Riskier than Ocho Cinco. Riskier than drafting Aaron Hernandez. Too soon. No, no, it's not too soon. He's dead. Uh, Yeah, but uh, the Hernandez thing wasn't as risky as it it was made. Uh, People knew that dude was gangbanging from he was Yeah, but they didn't know he was a killer, so... I mean, what's the major... What's the gulf in between killer and gangbanger? In the case of Aaron Hernandez, it was a big gulf. Because, uh, I mean, hey, gangbanger is completely different from serial killer dude with, like, a legit problem. Slightly. It's not slightly, no. It's, it's riskier than allowing Grunk to go on a cruise to the Bahamas in the off-season. Because that was risky. Fair. Fair. Oh, just for a point of correction, okay. we traded him for Dossett. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Okay, so there so, were no picks involved no. in that. Okay. I mean, you know, a couple of like... Uh, that is actually picks. still better because Philip Dorsett was a first-round pick. <laughs> so it actually got worse. <laughs> it's worse than we thought. I thought it was a third-round pick. No, Philip Dorsett was a first-round pick. So you get first-round pick talent and somebody with an incredible lineage and family name. And then <laughs> a second-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. But y'all can do so much with that fourth, though. Shut up, Carter. <laughs> They're not gonna do anything with the fourth. No, but I can probably that they're they're probably gonna trade that to the Patriots somewhere down the line. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. Let's talk about what the Patriots are gonna do with this because Tom Brady being the only quarterback on the roster, I would not expect Bill Belichick. But still, yet still, like we're sitting here mildly criticizing this move that Bill Belichick made, right? But yet at the same time, I still in the back of my mind, I'm saying this nigga know exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And that's a scary part, because I was panicking the whole time, and then I just, like... What, like, why? It's Bill Belichick. Hasn't he shown you enough to, to not panic? He tra- he traded for Albert Hainsworth, got rid of him. It was okay. He got rid of... He traded for Charles Johnson, got rid of him. Okay. We survived all these things. So, hey, throw everything on the wall and just let it happen. It's Bill Belichick. Trust the process. What if you all get Cam Newton? I remember Cam Newton. I remember us singing Colin Kaepernick. Because uh, we're gonna get to that next, but I feel like Cam. <laughs> feel like Cam, so Cam Newton's gonna quit. But so who will? Who is going to be? Let's say the musical chairs. Let's say that doesn't play out, and maybe you guys do get Brian Hoare, and maybe you don't. 
would they take the chance on Cap? Because look at the look how interesting the timing is, right? Um, well, of course they won't. Bob Kraft is Trump's boy, but anyway, look how interesting the yeah, timing is. Yeah, but he's a little is. upset. But he, when he, yeah, he but not that upset. Uh, not that upset. Hey. Like they're all still rich white friends, upset, not upset enough to sign what they see as an anarchist. So they ain't that upset. So if you don't get Brian Hoyer, what are some of the options here to at least? You gotta have some kind of insurance for Tom Brady. Like I get, I I know all the stories if about we Tom don't, Brady. If we don't get Brian Hoyer, the only option we have is Colin Kaepernick. There it's, was a Bleacher Report story that he's he's expected to be signed in the next ten days. It's the only other option. I would love a, that. A team built like this, you can't just trust this system to anybody. Listen to me. If you, the Patriots do sign Colin Kaepernick, do you think in the history of the NFL there? would have ever been a starting quarterback that people would have rooted for to be injured more than Tom Brady. Because I think it would be but a I mean, record-setting pace. I don't think it would be a record-setting pace. I would root for him to slip out of the shower. Pause. But everybody... There's so much people out there that pray and hope for Tom Brady to get injured just on a regular whim. Oh, this would amplify it. As a matter of fact, a lot of those people, uh, anti-patriot people, they would probably flip to the other side because look who... I mean, do they really want Kaepernick to get a chance? Mm. A lot of them people hate Kaepernick more than they hate anything else in their lives. Mm, that's true. That's true. Would you pull for Tom Brady to get her? No! What kind you, of... You, no. You don't want Colin to get a no. shot for the culture. No. Think about the story of Colin Cap gets a chance and he leads a team. Hold on. That is a better story than you winning with Tom Brady. Mm, no. How is it not? He's already He already has five. Imagine Colin Kaepernick rising like a phoenix from the ashes. Defeating blackballing, defeating a bunch of racist owners who I mean, systematically could, tried to could, keep him out of the league. We could call and him then a- hold on, and then he signs midseason to a dynasty, and he learns the offense in a matter of weeks. And all of a sudden, Colin Kaepernick is out there swinging it like his pause, like his 2010, 2011 all over again. I mean, we could run a play for him in the Super Bowl, but he can't stop, bro. I hate you. I mean, two players there. Two players. If he's the backup and Tom Brady gets, what's the name of that dude that always hurts Tom Brady? Uh, Brian Pollard. If that man allowed, but he should <laughs> Brian be Brian Pollard. No, if, if anybody signed no, no, him, no. it's a conspiracy. No, no. If, if Brian Paul, if, if he is signed within the next two weeks, it's a conspiracy. I'm I not feel, hearing it. I feel like Brian Pollard needs to uh, forego his retirement and find his way back to the NFL because the culture needs Brian. Uh, the culture needs Brian Pollard. And they subsequently need Colin Kaepernick. No, he needs we need to, to get, get TB12 uh, up at the paint. No, need not supporting that. But I think the Patriots have put themselves in a box that could prove to be deadly moving forward. <laughs> deadly. Hold I'm, on. I'm using the correct adjective. So, deadly. So if if you don't like Tom Brady, this is a, the Lonely Island joke. You're familiar with the Lonely Island? No. Okay. If you don't like Tom Brady, uh, you would say that the Patriots put a dick in a box. I'm just going to let that... The Lonely Island had a song on Saturday Night Live called Dick in a Box featuring Justin Timberlake. Tom Brady's a dick. You that? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of quarterbacks out of work, um, I feel like Cam Newton's on the brink of retirement. <laughs> what? T- Listen, do you know how frustrated this man is? I think he's on the brink of retirement. I just think he hate, he hate people right now. Think of everything that has happened since... The third quarter of that Super Bowl against the Broncos. 
Think of everything that what positive thing has happened in his life since then. That's why I feel like Southwest need to bring the you want to get away commercials back. He needs to. He get would away. be perfect. He bleached his goatee. He the- wore a romper at what's that music festival? Like <laughs> what all the hippies like to go to Coachella. He wore a romper at Coachella. He started dressing progressively more weird, which is which has been a direct correlation to how horrible he's been playing. Yeah, I think he is. He's not in a good place. He's never been blessed with a high level of skill talent around him. Like, they're pretty much wasting his best years like how the Chargers wasted a lot of Phillip Rivers. But even Phillip Rivers had LT and Antonio Gates in their prime. You can't even say the same about Cam Newton. It's amazing that he got to the Super Bowl with what he got there with. Not man drive to the arena to... Not to, to their practice facility as soon as the straight... I mean, for those that aren't Oh, shoot. We didn't even... Oh, my bad. I didn't set it up properly. So, the Panthers trade Calvin Benjamin to the Buffalo Bills for a second and third round pick. Yet another person. (laughs) Another person. More highly valued than Jay Ajayi. Let me set it up for you with this Kelvin Benjamin thing. Kelvin Benjamin did not even play last year. Kelvin Benjamin came into training camp 80 pounds overweight and they considered moving him to tight end. Kelvin Benjamin just went... Just went for picks that are better than Jay Ajayi, who was one of the... He was a top 10 running back in the NFL last year. I hate the Dolphins. The entire front office does coke. Go ahead. I I, I, I agree with everything you just said. It's just... Cam Newton pulled up to the practice facility today and was like, what I do wrong? Who in here really hate me? Like, let's go inside and talk to this man to mind. Everybody. Because it, 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 this move... Beyond the Patriots and the Dolphins, this was the dumbest move made today. I, I, I just don't get it. I mean, and you would feel sorry for him, but then he's he's built up such bad will saying that stupid, stupid sexist comment about running routes. And I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to think about. And, and now he's just walking away from the media on top of the frustration of just walking away from the media. Right. You're going to lose probably your best skill position player because it's not after the 40th time that he has to force the ball to Christian McCaffrey how frustrated is this man going to be I don't even see him forcing the ball to Christian McCaffrey anymore it's all they do I think I've never supported anybody taking a step away mid-season from football Cam Newton is the first person <laughs> I is. think he needs he, he, could, he could call him the rest of the year he should call himself and just sit out this makes no sense it, professionally I don't see how the Panthers has his best interest at heart because he's literally going to have to run the ball three to four times more than he did last week. So just like complete, completely straight up, just take a break. Just shut it down. Andrew Luck doing it up in Indianapolis. Why you can't do it in Carolina? What the hell happened with that surgery? That was a, that was, I mean, that's clearly a botched surgery, right? Like somebody, they completely messed up the surgery and nobody wants to cop to that. I get, but even if they did, it's been almost a whole year. At some point, somebody had to realize along the way to all the checkups he had that something isn't right. Hmm. But I'm just saying, I feel like he, he doesn't want to play this season and he's sitting up for the remainder of the year. Cam should do the same thing. Because no way in the world he could get rid of a guy like Benjamin and say, you know what, yeah, still go there and perform normal. I mean, Benjamin hasn't had the best season. Yeah, today, I mean, it's not but, it's not like he was killing it, but he was the best that Cam had. Yeah. I think Calvin Benjamin had two touchdowns. He had 32 catches for 475 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, he was leading the Panthers in all those categories. Greg Olson's still out. McCaffrey and 
what he was expected to be. I mean, he's a rookie. Yeah. He's a rookie. He's a rookie, and you're trying to find a way to use him properly. And it, it, they're they're kind of bordering on that. We talked about this before. That Tavon Austin, the Rams, trying to feed him the ball some way, and then it just never works when you force feed it like that. It it's always a problem. So, I I have no idea where they're going with that, and I don't know how Cam Newton gets through this week and prepares for Sunday with what he has out there. Nah, he can he can physically assault somebody. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. Oh, uh, we didn't put this up on the big board. Oh, you know what? Before we get to that, let's get to this one. So, another trade. Buffalo has been Buffalo has been pretty busy. Buffalo also traded away Marcel Darius. He's going to go to the Jaguars for a six-round pick. What do you know? Somebody that's getting traded for a lower pick than JHI. Surprising. Shout, so, out, shout out to all AFC teams not named the Patriots. You know how to make this division winnable. The I Jets are the only you. team not to move. They didn't need to. Actually, they did. I think they traded some middling defensive back or some crap no. like that. No, they everyone didn't need the, to. Everyone no. in the AFC has made a move. So, Marcel Darius going to the Jags, a defense that a lot of people were already starting to consider. You know, they're getting that. This is what sports writers and talking heads and gas bags love to do, right? They love to have their list of I tell you what teams. And I think the Jags are becoming the Sheikah. Tell you what, team, you got to watch out for the Jags because their defense is actually elite when you look at it. I, I and tell now you, what, you add Marcel Darius. Yeah, I tell you, you what, that ain't a defense I want playing against Tom Brady at any point in the playoffs unless it's deep in New England. It has to be very cold. Here's the thing. Calais Campbell, and you thought you saw the best of Calais Campbell in Arizona. That, that man big pause. Well, he's a friendly monster. Have you heard him speak? Yeah. He's a friendly monster. Mm-hmm. Calais Campbell never had a season with double-digit sacks. And, it's I mean, that's not a measurement I usually use for defensive tackles because they're not stereotypically supposed to get a yeah. whole bunch of sacks anyway. Already has 10 through 7 games. I'm on. Boy, look you And now you add Marcel Darius to this line. Marcel Darius is... No Marcel Darius is a player. Yeah, he destroyed my quarterback too many times for me to recollect properly. But what I'm trying to say is this. You add him to Calais Campbell and what Calais Campbell is doing. This, this I don't want to over-exaggerate here, but honestly, it feels like what Tampa Bay had back in the day with Warren Sapp, Simeon Rice, and all those guys coming off there. They could be dominant inside to the point that it's impossible to run against them, much less have your quarterback taking a seven-step drop. He will be devoured. And the thing about it is... Jalen Ramsey is up there. Jalen Ramsey is already a top three corner in this league. That's secondary. I would say top three. Jalen Ramsey's up there. I would put Patrick Patterson, Talib. Is, I went to say Talib Kweli. Patrick Patterson, Talib, Talib Kweli, <laughs> and Jalen Ramsey. Top three. Mm, I think Sherman. Still? Yeah. Is he surviving of name or is he no, really better than Jalen no, Ramsey? No, I see that man. All right, fine. Whatever. We're splitting hairs of excellence here. That would be a great name for a barbershop. <laughs> Write that down. That is a great name for a barbershop or a hair salon. Splitting hairs of excellence. Do women want you to split hairs? I feel like that's a negative thing for women. Yeah, for women. It, 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 how do you know that? I mean, it's just they rob about split ends. So I assume. Anyway, we getting off topic here. I mean, that's what we do. If we stayed on topic, then we would just be some like wouldn't be boring us, but. thing that you could listen to. On the radio at any point or when no one else is listening. But uh, the Jags. Yeah. Are I the mean, Jags for real? They With that defense, you have to. There's only a couple of defenses in this league. I, I, I actually fail. Okay. And I'm going to say this with all due respect. Sorry, John. Still for real with Blake Bortles? 
as real as you could get with a quarterback that bad. Ooh. We as only get real we, as you could get. We only could talk about Blake Bortles like this in the studio because <laughs> John on us with Arizona. John, as soon as the trade went down the day with the Patriots, John message group John. It's like, yeah, Bortles to the Patriots. Fuck it. That's like, in my mind, it's like, I ain't going to respond because it's going to be very, very No, he's going to hurt his feelings. Like, he, he plays it off, but he is legit hurt when you talk about Blake Bortles like that. But I say this to you, though. The Broncos won a Super Bowl with the carcass of Peyton Manning. Blake Bortles is better than the carcass of Peyton Manning. Boy, no, but that's a sharp statement. Settle down. I mean, the carcass really? of Peyton Manning was still a little decent. I mean, <laughs> he was so good at managing. Yeah. Game, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think know, Blake man. Bortles got the mind for it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But he was, even though he was out there throwing them ducks and he could barely move, uh, his decision making is probably still better than Blake Bortles, Exactly. Right? John is still a good quarterback, but the carcass of Peyton Manning just a little bit better. I don't know. If this, if this defense gets good enough, all I'm saying is there's a legitimate chance that they could use that Broncos model. We are just going to stop. Oh, no, definitely. This defense, defense is going to put points and, on the board. And incredible running game with Leonard Fournette. That's my point. This is as good as a team that a bad quarterback could be. The Jags are 10 times better Not than that. Not even just Leonard Fournette. Uh, TJ Yeldon's starting to play really well now, too. Which one of their... I like both of their receivers. But one of them is out for the year. Which one? Is it Hearns or Robinson? I think Hearns. Hearns is out? Okay. Make sure. It doesn't matter. Well, one of them is out. Okay. So. The Seahawks. They're also busy. The What people have lamented about the Seahawks the past few years, and particularly this year, is that... Well, the last few years, they've gotten progressively worse on the offensive line. I mean, it was... Was it Marshawn Lynch's last season where things started to fall apart on yeah, the O-line? season line? before his last. Yeah, it's, it started to fall apart for a while. They weren't... It was when Russell Wilson got all of his money. And they didn't invest that money into the offensive line. Well, they tried to shore that up when they traded for Dwayne Brown. They got him away from the Houston Texans. How pissed is Deshaun Watson? But anyway... He, so, right after a, an incredible game between these two teams on Sunday, they go and make a trade. Se- uh, Seattle gets their offensive line just a little bit better. Has Seattle turned the corner based on what we saw on Sunday, or is that a one-game flash in the pan? This offense is not ready to go. I'm going to actually put on my analyst hat with this one. What were you wearing the entire time? Just normal hats. What I- Full disclosure, he doesn't have on a hat at all. But anyway, as I was saying... There's no analyst hat. I think what this move does... What we are going to make is an analyst (laughs) hat. And the next time we do this, there is going to be an analyst hat. It's going to look like a dunce cap. Yeah. (laughs) But moving forward, what this move does for Seattle is something that's more important than, you know, actually playing football. It puts Russell Wilson back in the good graces of his teammates. For a long time, he's been trending away from that because... Of that big deal that we talked about a short while ago, that added to the fact that uh, Beast Mode actually walked away from his team, you know, with issues that the way they treated the quarterback. I think this takes a step in the right direction for him because he, he basically took a salary cut to make this move happen. $6 million he collected up front. So he they stretched his contract over the remainder of the season for half what he was making the beginning of the year. It's about time that you do something with that offensive line, though. Yeah. I don't think it's enough, but I think inside the locker room, the fact that he took that pay cut is going to play up the move a lot more. Um, 
on the other side, how much sense is this? I, I don't get it from the Texans' perspective because, well, maybe, you know what? They feel like Deshaun Watson runs around enough that it doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah, and then much. he's not going to be able to throw the ball if he keeps running the way he is. Somebody's going to hit him and take that shoulder off. What makes you think that? Just the statistics of every quarterback that came into the league playing this way? Yeah. And the yeah. fact that we still don't know what's wrong with Andrews Luxury, apparently. And Cam Newton had a similar issue. So if he keeps running like that, it isn't going to be for too long. Hmm. Can we do our... Um, th- this is the point in the season when on the read option, what we do is we usually just eliminate teams that we will have no use talking about them anymore because there's a lot to talk about every week. We haven't been doing this every week, but we're going to try catch up and keep up with it. So let's start to cross teams off of our list that we will have no interest in talking about anymore. Number one for me is a team that doesn't have one win. The 0-8 San Francisco 49ers. We are done with them. That's a lie. Jimmy Garoppolo starting Sunday. Keep them on the board. We're keeping the 49ers? Jimmy G there. I have to. All right, fine. The Giants, have don't, have any, the the Giants don't have any compelling players. They're 1-6. Can we be done with the Giants? I know why they ain't traded Eli Mann in the day. They should have traded him to the Giants. The Colts. Can we be done with the Colts? They're done. Thank you. Fine. If if you want to keep the 49ers in, even at 0-8, whatever, the Browns. We're done with the Browns. Jimmy Collins on that team, so. Why the hell would you? We're done with the Browns. <laughs> I want to keep the Bengals in the mix just in Why? case. Marvin Lewis is still a coach. As okay, long as he coaches that team, right. we done. All we right. done with them. Hold on. Rebuttal. What if Joe Mixon punches somebody else? Keep that team on keep, the board. Keep him on the That's board. That's a possibility. Uh... You can't get rid of anyone in the AFC East yet. Nope. Not even mm. the Jets. Can we... We can't get rid of the Raiders yet. Even... Yeah, because there's too much to talk about them. Like, their fall from Grace. I think them and the Dolphins are playing this week for a team to come off the board. The, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that is this week. No, that's next week. It's no, it's fi- Sunday. That's Sunday. They play the Sunday. The fifth is Sunday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, we're going to get rid of the Giants. The Cardinals, they're a little... Nope. Drew Stanton's the quarterback. <laughs> well, they may be in line for Kaepernick, so let's keep them around. Oh, and automatically, whoever signs Kaepernick, they're the number yeah, one talking point next week. So the Bears, do we still need to t- do Mitchell Trubisky? That's what we're talking about. Yeah, but the Vikings are going to run away with that division. There's no space in the wild card for them. So, oh, we could be done with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is coming back. Packers even at done. four, even at four and three, we don't have to talk about the Packers anymore. All right, I think that's it. Okay, so. We're going to eliminate Packers. You want to keep 49ers around because of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, We're going to eliminate Packers, Giants, Colts, Browns, and, yeah, Bengals could go. Yeah. Bengals could go. Marvin Lewis is the coach. All right. Is there anything else we need to talk about that's going on in your NFL? Because I feel like the NBA is my league and you could have the NFL. Mm. Now we covered everything. Dolphins suck. Browns suck. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start Sunday. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Uh, the Texans and their jackass of an owner, Bob McNair. Um, <laughs> let's talk about these meetings. That so the NFL and the NFL executives, the owners, and a select group of players held meetings this week to discuss everything that's been going on off the field, um, protests, reactions to the protests. 
words from Trump, words from owners, and slowly but surely, some journalists got a hold of some of the transcripts of what went on, blah, blah, blah. People did actual good journalism. I don't know about that kind of thing. No, somebody just keep their phone on record. And- That's actual journalism in 2017. Okay. So Texans owner... McNair, uh, Bob McNair, who actually, if you Google him right now, he actually looks evil. He looks like the epitome of evil. Look at him right now. Man on the team in Texas. I don't know what more we expect. So he says, we can't have the inmates running the prison. Hmm. <sighs> and see what, 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 what makes this, like, completely... Asinine. Yeah. Stupid. Is the context in which he said it in. I mean... You're in Oh god Like there's no way to rescue him When I first read the comments It's like probably he meant it In you know A asylum. joking way like, He yeah, meant to say asylum can... Cause when you say Inmates run an asylum People get it I've said that before You cannot say Inmates running a prison When you are A rich old White man That people call an owner And Draymond Green Made a good point By the way Why we keep calling them owners You could just call them CEOs but you can't have a person in that position referring to the people that he employs, a group of young, predominantly young black men, as prisoners. Giving the context of what is going on in America socially, dealing with race, how do you say something like that? We in 2017 now, bro. And these it's so hard to hide exactly who you are. And a lot of it is coming to the surface in moments like this because to hear him say that in the context in which it was in, you quickly realize, no, this he legit has a way he thinks about Blizz. He legit thinks that they're just guys that I pay to do my bidding. You know, and you know what's weird? And this is why, oh my God. And so that prompted the Texans to have more people kneel during the anthem protest than any other team has had since this whole thing started. Yep. There was nearly the entire roster that did it. DeAndre Hopkins didn't go to practice after he heard that. When he heard, but Jesus Christ, this is who I'm playing for? Mm. Held out of practice. The See, players, there's Brian. That's, that, that's how you deal with your owner when he makes comments like that. The players wanted to remove the decal from their helmets. Because they didn't want to play for somebody that would say something like that. No, nah, because a few years ago, if you recall NBA guy, we had the same situation with Donald Sterling. And the way that oh, they was made handled, me so mad. The way it was handled. They turned their shirts inside out. Yeah, but it was still handled better than anything the Dallas Cowboys did after Jerry Jones a few weeks they ago. They should have not played. I will not be satisfied until I see a team stand up and refuse to play. Be far away from that. Niggas got to get them checks, though. Yeah, because you know... Niggas gotta, gotta get them checks. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's easy for me to stand up on my soapbox because I'm one of them, but niggas gotta get them checks, so I get it. All right, that's it for us this week. That's a whole lot of football. Yeah. I have talked more about football during this podcast than I watched on Sunday. You gotta start watching the games. I watching no games. I mean, the Raiders play in Miami this weekend. That's a good game. <laughs> gotta, oh, gotta be by sixty. Gotta be. This has been the tenth year seniors podcast network. This is a read option. Don't waste your time watching Dolphins. Don't listen to Cardo. Just watch Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll be back eventually when something interesting happens. Although, I don't think that's going to happen this week anyway. Please, somebody protest.